My name is Kate the Socialite, and you're listening to episode 105 of The Kate Show. Okay, guys, I'm here to tell you that you really need a CTA. Like, absolutely positively need one. But you're probably wondering, what the heck is a CTA? So if fancy marketing lingo like this has you rolling your eyes and preparing to zone out, just stick with me for a second. A CTA simply means a call to action. And that is a technical way of saying, hey, dear potential client, here's the next step you need to take if you want to work with me. It's pretty darn important. And here's the thing, psychology has proven that telling someone what to do really can and does result in them doing whatever you ask of them if you're asking them in the right way. Now, if you don't tell someone what to do next after they've read your social media post or a section of your website or your email, for example, you're wasting a hugely lucrative opportunity. So today on The Kate Show, I'm simplifying the call to action overwhelm and giving you specific steps and scripts, you guys know I love a good script, that you can use to add the right call to action to each of your marketing efforts. So let's get started. Marketing your interior design or home staging business should be easy and relational. My name is Kate the Socialite, and I believe in action, not just ideas. And I share strategies that have proven to work right here every week. If you're serious about growing your business in the home industry, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Kate Show. Before I get into the perfect call to action scripts for your design, staging, or workroom business, I just need to be perfectly clear. You see, guys, sometimes having the wrong call to action is just as bad, if not worse, than having no call to action. So we're going to go through a few examples of using the wrong call to action. And those include asking people to do things that don't move them to the next step in your sales funnel, or asking them to do something that has absolutely nothing to do with what you were talking about previously. So let me give you an example. I want you to imagine that you are posting a photo of one of your recent projects on Instagram. And let's say you wrote a caption like this one. We love how this kitchen remodel turned out. The client's jaw dropped on the final install day and tears abounded. It's amazing how a fresh kitchen can truly uplift someone. If you're ready for your amazing home project, keep in mind that we offer designer wallpaper options through Tebow. Now, the problem with this call to action is that it really is jarring. It it totally surprises the reader by completely changing topics from the joys of a kitchen remodel to, oh yay, we sell wallpaper? It really takes a focus off the positive emotion and away from the story you were telling and makes it all about what you are selling. You should be telling, not selling. Sure, you sell products and services, but your marketing needs to tell the story and explain the experience, explain the emotion, feeling that people have when they work with you. So a call to action that really fits that example would be this one. We love how this kitchen remodel turned out. The client's jaw dropped on the final install day and tears abounded. It's amazing how a fresh kitchen can really lift up someone. If you're ready to feel amazing and confident in your kitchen, what are you waiting for? Click the link in our bio to book a discovery call and get the ball rolling. Now that caption is much, much better. It's powerful because, number one, it tells an emotional story in just a few lines. Number two, it is specific to a certain type of project. And number three, The call to action is about making your next potential client feel a certain way versus selling an experience. You are telling about the experience. You are not just trying to sell them the experience by saying, hire us now to feel this way. It's more like, 
why don't you start a conversation with us so that we can work with each other to get to this goal? You're not asking for their money. You're asking them to respond to your invitation for a conversation. And the more small yeses you can elicit, whether it's, yes, I'll book a call with you, or yes, I want to talk, the more likely you will be to convert them to the big yes at the end of your sales funnel when they're like, yeah, I totally want to hire you. Now, the second example of a call to action that really doesn't work is actually quite simple, and that is asking people to do something that does not move them further into your sales funnel, such as posting a photo on Instagram and then asking people to like your photo. Now, this stops your sales funnel completely in its tracks. You shouldn't be asking for likes. What good are likes to your business, to your bottom line? Ask them to click over to your website. So you write a caption and then say, go click the link in my bio. Or if you're on Facebook, you can just put the link right then and there and say, click here to book a discovery call or to view the rest of this project on my website or something that makes sense with what you were just posting. You need to make sure that you are actually asking for something that moves people forward instead of just keeping them on social media where they're going to be distracted endlessly. Now, similarly, if you send email newsletters every month, and by the way, you should be doing that for so many reasons, don't get distracted by trying to put too many calls to action in your newsletter. And don't make the mistake of saying in your newsletter, oh, go check out my latest post on Instagram. Because here's the deal, that would actually be sending people backwards in the sales funnel again. Your newsletter is the last step in your sales funnel, but social media is a first. So if you're wasting space and time in your newsletter saying, hey, go back to my social platform, you're really doing yourself and them a disservice. Instead, your newsletter call to action should be asking them to respond so that they can tell you about their needs, whether they're design or decor or staging. You need to make sure you include a link to your contact page or a discovery call booking page. Do something, anything that gets these people talking directly with you once they read your email newsletter. But okay, let's back up for a second because I have mentioned sales funnels a couple of times in this episode and probably like a million and a half times in this podcast in general over these 106 episodes. I just want to clarify exactly what your sales funnel should look like as you prepare to market your business more strategically this year. Simply put, a sales funnel is a path that potential clients take when they go from being cold leads to actual paying clients. Now, the best and most straightforward sales funnel for any home industry business is what I'm about to lay out for you. Okay, so step number one in the sales funnel is, as mentioned, social media. This means you post on Instagram or Facebook or both three times per week. You have one post each week that covers each of these categories. You'll have a photo of your work. You'll share a tip related to one of your services or something that really is relevant to your ideal client. And the last, the third post will be something personal, a photo of you or your family or your team or something behind the scenes. And your social media post is what will really drive that home. Images are great for getting people's attention, but captions are what convert people from the beginning of your sales funnel to the second step of your sales funnel. And that's why that caption needs to read, click the link in my bio to get XYZ or to see XYZ or click here for, you know, something. You need to tell them what they're going to get once they click, but don't forget to actually tell them, guys. Otherwise, there's no point to your marketing. Now, when people go from your social platform to your website, that is when you might actually have a chance of working with them. So let's say that your potential client will call them person A. Person A is now on your website. If they're ready to hire you right away, then they're going to click your book a discovery call button 
or they're going to go over to your contact page. And I hope that both of those things are at the top of your website so that they're easily visible because if not, they're going to browse around your site and get distracted by your beautiful portfolio and your about page, but then they're probably just going to leave if it's not really easy to get in touch with you. Now, here's the other side of the coin. If person A isn't ready to hire you at the moment anyway, you actually have the huge responsibility of capturing their contact information before they leave their your website. Because if they're on your site after finding you on social media and they're really liking what they see and they might need your help down the road, if they don't need your help at the moment, they're just going to leave unless you can entice them, give them something that they can use now in order to help you stay top of mind with them as time moves forward. And that leads me to step number three of the sales funnel, and that is your email opt-in form and your lead magnet. So when you're thinking of ways you can entice person A to give you their email address, you have to think, okay, what does this person need? If you are an interior designer, then maybe you're working with a specific type of client who really needs tips on how to kid-proof her home without making it look like kids run the house. You know what I mean? Or maybe you are a home stager and you partner with real estate agents to help them really maximize their businesses and become well-known in their industry and sell listings quickly and more efficiently, you get the picture. Well, you have to make sure that your lead magnet is something that that type of person would find interesting. When you set this up on your website, it could be a quiz, a small ebook, or a branded magazine. Those are all types of lead magnets. No matter what you offer, just make sure that it's enticing and it's tailored to the pain points of person A, the person you most want to work with. Now, if you're just wondering, what are their pain points? Well, guys, you should already know because your job as a business owner is to be so familiar with the nuances. I cannot talk today, guys. This is a perfect recording day. <laughs> if you are not familiar with the nuances of your ideal client, and if you aren't sure what drives them to needing your services, marketing is going to be extremely hard for you. But if you do know what their problems are, and you have set up your business in a way that perfectly meets those needs and solves those problems, you're going to have a successful business because that is how marketing works. So what you need to do is set up an email opt-in form on your website that offers this lead magnet, this freebie, whatever you want to call it. When they join, when they sign up in that opt-in form, they're automatically sent whatever you've promised them, and they're automatically added to your mailing list so they can start receiving your email newsletter. And we're going to talk all about the biggest, most important step in your sales funnel after the break. And I'll be sharing more on the actual call to action you need to use because this is the most important part. And this is where you can either lose leads forever or you can actually start booking paying projects as a result. So stay tuned. Does marketing your interior design, home staging, or workroom business give you anxiety? Guys, I get it. I used to hate marketing. That is, until I found a way to make it easy and simple. Now I share my secrets with all my members over at socialitevault.com. As a member, you get access to social media posts, captions, hashtag sets, email newsletters, client welcome packets, branded magazines, and more, ensuring that you'll have a complete sales funnel for attracting new clients even when you're asleep or just too busy to even think about your marketing. Turn those hours you spend worrying about your marketing into hours spent working on new client projects. 
Your business deserves high quality marketing and you deserve to get your time back. There is no contract required for this service, so head over to socialitevault.com to get started. The final step in your sales funnel is so, so important, and it is a part of marketing that I've found a lot of entrepreneurs in the home industry either completely forget about or they write off as not being important, and it's because it is email marketing, and we all get tons of emails every day. Oddly enough, People have realized through different studies that have been done that businesses who take time to handle email marketing and really tailor it to who they're trying to reach, they end up being more successful than other companies. And that is not just a a fluff metric. It's not like, oh, do this and you're going to get so many more social media followers because you know what? You could have 10,000 social followers doesn't mean you're going to be successful. But if you have a mailing list of 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people, Well, now that's direct communication between you and them, and it is so powerful. And if your email newsletters are consistent, like every month without fail, if they offer content that is truly interesting or inspiring or educational to your target client, you will start converting those leads into paying clients. And that is why your email newsletter is the most important step in your sales funnel. So let's just go back to the scenario that we talked about before the break with person A. At this point, you've been really helpful to them. They got your lead magnet. They know that you know your stuff, but you have to stay top of mind with them until they're actually ready to hire you. And a professional, effective way to continue serving them, improving your value as a designer, stager, or fabricator is that email newsletter every single month, because in that you will offer them more tips, more solutions, or inspiration surrounding their pain points, their priorities, their concerns, And that newsletter should be concise. It should be well-designed and aesthetically beautiful because long emails or poorly formatted ones can get caught in spam filters. They can bore your audience. Or worst of all, they can result in people unsubscribing, which means you've likely lost them as a lead forever. Now, your monthly newsletter, like I said, it's a final step in the sales funnel because you do have that direct, personal, consistent, hopefully, communication with that lead. Using the correct call to action for this step is crucial. So I'm going to go through a few different calls to action that you can use, but I'm actually going to start with the calls to action for everything from your social media and your blog posts to your website, and then circling back around to your email newsletters. So we want to just make sure we keep these things in chronological order. I found that a lot of reasons why marketing doesn't seem to work for design firms or home staging businesses, especially, is because you guys might have some parts of your sales funnel but they're not all connected to each other. And therefore, it's like asking someone to hop from stepping stone to stepping stone. And if they can't make that leap, they, well, they just don't make it and you lose them. Uh, Instead of having a smooth paved path for people just to stroll right along from first hearing about you to actually working with you. Hopefully that analogy makes sense. But here is what you need to do in order to have this entire sales funnel, that smooth, easy path for your potential client. So here's something that you can put at the end of a social media caption or even a blog post because social media and blog posts are both the beginning of the sales funnel and they can be used interchangeably with each other. So you could write a blog post, publish it on your site, share it on social. That's totally cool. Okay, so for Instagram, you're going to need to say, click the link in my bio to book a discovery call or click the link in my bio to learn how to plan for your model or to learn how to stage your listing profitably, something like that. 
And on Facebook or in a blog post, anywhere that you can actually embed a link, basically, you can say, ready to stop the decision overwhelm and get a truly beautiful kitchen or living room or bedroom. Um, Go here for easy tips on getting started. And then you would link to your lead magnet. On your website, anywhere on your website, not just in a blog post, you can say something like easy peasy kitchen remodeling tips or real estate staging tips that you can start using right away. Get your tips now and then they opt in. You can also make sure that you put your freebie or your lead magnet at the top of your website because people should be able to find it easily on your site without searching or scrolling. And as a reminder, your book a discovery call button should also be visible, preferably as part of your main menu. But now let's get back to that email newsletter call to action. This is so important. You'll need to end your newsletter with something like, click here to contact me now to discuss whatever it is, or reply to this email to get started on, and then whatever you were talking about in your newsletter. Because again, your goal is to start an email conversation back and forth with this person, which can easily and naturally lead to a phone call, a consult, and a booked project. Woohoo! Now, often that email newsletter can jump straight to a response from person A saying, hey, thanks for your newsletter. I really need your help with such and such. Can we get on a call? And that is glory, hallelujah, marketing works. And that'll make you super excited. And I hope that you guys get to experience this many times over in your careers. I know this is a lot. Okay. I know the idea of setting up a sales funnel is a lot, but quite honestly, guys, it's three, maybe four steps. And once you get everything in place and you know what you're doing, then it becomes easy. Then you have a peace of mind knowing you're marketing your business the proper way. You're reaching your target client and the efforts you put in today If you do it consistently, you're going to start seeing results in three months, six months, 12 months. There is nothing fast about marketing. If you want something fast and short-lived, then advertising might be the thing for you, but you cannot properly advertise without also marketing, but you can definitely market without advertising, if that makes any sense. You don't need to rely on paid advertising. Focus more on marketing because that is about relationship building. It's about word of mouth referrals. It's about repeat clients. It's about truly building a brand and a following. So if you are exhausted from trying to market your business, just simplify your approach. The sales funnel that I've explained here is really all you need to have a strong and consistent marketing strategy. And guys, if you need help with this, you know where to find me. I'm not going to end this thing with a pitch. I want you guys to just understand this is something you can do. You can actually have a solid marketing strategy and an efficient sales funnel for your business. Whether you are brand new to business or you've been in business for a couple decades, it is not too late to start. You might think that you don't have a mailing list. You might think you're not tech savvy, but you know what? These things are either easy to learn or they're easy to find someone who does already know how to do them. So if you have questions about getting this set up, if you just need support, if you need a community of your peers who are also learning how to put their own sales funnels together, I suggest that you head over to my Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros. I show up there every week and I actually give a tutorial Tuesday where I'm on Facebook Live and I often have my baby girl with me. So if you like babies, there you go. (laughs) But um, she'll chime in every now and then if she's excited about what we're talking about. And it's a great place for you to get just a few minutes of tips, inspiration for your marketing in a week that will not overwhelm you because I really try to keep those videos short. But again, if you need help or support or community around marketing your business in the home industry, go to my Facebook group, Marketing for Home Pros. All right, guys, until next time, keep your marketing simple and your message clear. I'll talk to you soon. 
Thanks for listening. Visit us at thekateshowpodcast.com where we empower home professionals with marketing confidence.